Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, joined today by Mr. Glenn Beck himself. Hi. Are you going to say I'm Glenn Beck? Or? I don't have to. You just said it. But hi. I'm confused. Which I'm one's Glenn he? Beck. There you you're, go. you're Glenn? I'm Glenn. Okay. All right, you are? You. Wait, I haven't introduced I... you yet. My bad. Sorry. Okay. Hold on. Jason Howerton, special guest, part of a Blaze TV crew. Thanks for being you here, say, Jason. Hi. I don't. Hi. <laughs> so I don't have that. that You're going to need to work on that for next time, Jason. Okay. Okay. Watch him. He's going to be good at this. And uh, no. Andrew Heaton from Something's Off with Andrew Heaton. Oh, hello. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, yeah, you're going to need to work on yours. Yeah, mine. That was no, a little. Was creepy. That, that, that was, was creepy. That was, was like creepy. That, that was last call at the bar, wasn't it? Yeah. That was not a good. Yeah, that was like. <laughs> that was. I, I acknowledge that. Yeah, I need to work so on that one. So it's now just you and I. I'm the only one here. There's no other choice. Glenn, what's the top story for you? I would say the most important story of possibly my lifetime is beginning to develop, and that's abortion. But I know we're going to talk about that because somebody else has that. Uh, I want to add to that uh, the uh, deep fakes. Okay. Jason. Um, Definitely abortion and how the left has taken me from being a moderate pro-life guy to basically a pro-life activist. That's how far they're pushing me on this issue. Mm -hmm. All right. Andrew. I'm going to talk about football, my favorite conversational topic. Is it, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does yeah. it have anything to do with the big game? It does. Okay. The Super Bowl. No, no, up. don't say that. You're not supposed to say that. That's NFL license. Wait, really? You yes. have to call it the big game, and that's the only thing about Did I just bring the down the blaze game. from, yeah. from <laughs> that? I'm sorry, you guys. I didn't mean to. That. It's ridiculous. I hate that. It's ridiculous. Wait, you can't even comment on it? No, you can comment on it, but you're not you allowed to call it that. the SB. You have to call it... The big game. <laughs> Wait a minute. When did we lose the free speech thing with football? When was that like? When they said that's a trademark okay. and you are not allowed to call anything. That's why you'll see. Watch, start watching commercials. You'll see them all say, hey, you're, you're going to be watching the big game. <laughs> that's why. I will add this to my tirade. This Thank will, this will be incorporated you. into my rant. You Good. learn something new here every day yeah. at Blaze TV. Uh, before we get into today's stories, I want to thank our sponsor, Ridiazone. Um, so I know like this, this is kind of a delicate subject. No, it's not. You talk about it all the time. Okay. You talk about it all the time. Well, a lot of Americans on, Pat, so have a, on out. a lot of Americans have a lot of weight to lose. Um, not naming any names. Wow. Wow. Wait a minute. Wait Looking a minute. at this you, Iowa. All of a sudden. <laughs> All of a sudden, this has just gotten very yeah. personal, very Shots targeted. Fired. Just it's said I Iowa. It's the people delicate. who go to the Iowa State Fair and me. I hear it. I, I hear it. I got it. Okay. You should okay. hear her talking about Dutch I people. Know. She loves Dutch people. They're so skinny. <laughs> there is nothing worse than a reformed smoker or a reformed <laughs> fat person. Okay, I don't. Do that. I work very hard to okay. not be as fat a, anymore. As a former fat person with you, I'm right. I, we you. stand together. I Thank don't you. Don't listen to Even show my picture, please. There is a skinny guy that inside was... of me clawing to get out. Oh, look, and you I'm can keeping see the him before and after right here. So that was me before the number ten. This is me after. I've been there, people. How much did you weigh? How much did you weigh? I weighed. I, well, I don't want to. Come say. on. Like 215 pounds. 215 yeah, pounds. Wow. That is, that, on air. that is a dream come true. Four weight. stone. <laughs> I don't know how much stone Okay. Is. We 
We've gotten way off track already. Yeah. It's the beginning of the show. <laughs> However, let me tell you about Ridiazone. It works for me. It can work work for you. It helps me maintain. So I lost the weight, but I, it's hard because you do the yo-yo diets and you go up and down and food tastes good, right? Um, and we have, a, yo-yos. we have a lot of bad food here in America. Uh, so Ridiazone, Iowa. they've taken all of the good <laughs> stuff in olive oil, popped it into a capsule so it helps boost your metabolism, helps you feel full, reduces your appetite so you're not just craving all of the bad things, Taco Bell, all that junk. Go to Ridiazone.com right now and save 30% off of a three-month supply using promo code THEBLAZE. $1.39 a day. You can invest that much in your health if you've got weight to lose. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E dot com. Can I tell you something? Every time she says yo-yo diet, Tommy Smothers gets another 10 cents. Oh, nice. I thought she was referring right. to... You're not supposed to say that. I, I just assumed it was like a yo-yo ma thing. Oh, my gosh. Play yeah, cello. No, no, don't say it. You two together. I'm going to have to separate <laughs> no, I'm you. Telling you. I am the teacher right now, and I'm going to need to separate you. All right, okay. All right. All right. I want to get to, Jason, your topic, the all of the abortion laws, uh, what's going on there first. So, Jason, the, the Virginia law, I assume, is is what you're talking about. Yes. Um, so I know and New York. Yes, and, and Vermont. Yeah. And was it Rhode Island or New Hampshire? There's another one. I think it's Rhode Island. There's there's four of them. Now It'll be a line. domino. Is the yes. bottom line. So the Virginia governor commented on this bill that is proposed right now, very similar to the one that's already passed in New York and Vermont and the others uh, that you were talking about. Um, and he made those controversial comments that we have if you do want to play them. And then today, I believe one of the Democrats that was backing the bill came out and was challenged and said, okay, wait a second, I'm, I didn't actually read this bill, and I don't actually support it anymore. Okay. And she is pro-life, I mean, sorry, pro-choice. Pro-choice, yes. And I want you to know, because this is the thing online, people are all saying, that's not true, it's not in the bill. I want you to watch the video if we play it, you watch the video, he's reading it. He's reading from notes on what this bill means. And you see him. The he's governor? looking down. The governor's yeah. looking down and he's reading notes. So he's either either got the bill or he's reading bullet points that were prepared for him. Yeah. Um, and matter of fact, before we get into this discussion, Jason, Jason, I know you have a lot to say. Let's go ahead and play uh, the governor talking about this abortion bill in Virginia right now. When we talk about third trimester uh, abortions, these are done uh, with the consent uh, of obviously the the mother, with the consent uh, of the physicians, more than one physician, by the way. Um, And it's done in cases where there may be severe deformities, there may be a a fetus that's non-viable. So in this particular example, uh, if a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, the infant would be delivered. Uh, the infant would be kept comfortable. Uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family yeah, desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mothers. You know the most evil part of that is that he, he says infant. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, be, they're not even pretending is, like it's is, anything it else. Is he, it's an infant. A, is he referring to a non-viable infant? Because if it was like an infant without a brain or something, that well, would change the... Well, right, but, but then wait, you don't wait, have wait, to wait. make the decision make if the it's decision non-viable. If it's not viable. There, there are children that are born that... And, and they, the doctors know they're only going to live for a couple of minutes. Okay, great. Keep the child comfortable. Keep Put the child in the hands of the mother and comfort that child as it slips away. We, no, no, no. They're saying... It's, it's, we keep it comfortable, and then we talk about what are we going to do. You want to kill it? Not kill it. It's up to you. You want to kill it? Not kill it. You don't kill it. It's no longer part of her body. The cord has been cut. 
That is an individual that has rights now. You don't talk to the mother anymore about killing the child. It's born. It's a child. And as a, period. And as a doctor, they have every responsibility to do everything in there, even if they have a 5% chance to live. They have to do everything to keep that baby alive. So we're talking about babies who are born who maybe, maybe they do have a defect or they do have, have an ab- abnormality. But that's as they're not even it. required. It's not that's even required. not even required. They mental can health. Do it with a, yes, they can mental do health. that with a full-grown, I mean, a, a, a full infant born that's healthy. We can keep it comfortable for a while. If you wanna, are you sure you want to kill it? Are you sure you want to kill it? I can't handle the mental stress of a baby. I've just lost my job and my husband isn't around and I can't do it. You know what they would say to you? They would say, that's extreme. And then what I would say in response would be, but that's what the words say. Like, words matter. So that could happen. So that's the point. It's not that it... Would be rare, or that it maybe it, maybe it never happened, but it could happen. So, so He's saying the bill differently, the, so that it wouldn't include that, right? Correct. And if he did, and you want to talk about rare? You know, it'd be rare—a child that is born grossly deformed, and you had no idea. Yeah, there's all kinds of tests that are running. You have no idea that that child is grossly deformed beforehand. So it's just the same. It's really the same. Yeah, that's an extreme way for that to happen. That's probably <laughs> rarely, rarely going to happen. And maybe it would rarely, rarely happen that she has a full baby that she just, you know, everybody else would love and would love to have it as adoption, and she decides to kill it. I don't care how rare it is on either case. It's wrong. Right. It's murder. You know where this is going? This is, it's very obvious. This, the, we're, we're, it's, we're going the path of Iceland, right? They have, they have cured Down syndrome. Yes. They've cured it, right? By the same way Killing Hitler it. tried to cure the Jews, right? By murdering mm-hmm. them. So we're getting into this weird, after they're born, abnormality talk um, that is really horrifying. And it feels like we're like, like a hair away, really, from like losing touch with reality of how... The sanctity of life, really. Like, I feel like we're, like, that close. We are. Because if you can do that after a child is born because they're abnormal or they're not the way you think they should be. Right. Define defect. Right. Define de- Who gets to define that? Is it it's one doctor? So they want I've, one doctor to define it? I have always had a problem. I've always had this doubt in my mind. My daughter was born with cerebral palsy. She had several strokes at birth. Okay? If there was a test that said uh, she's going to have strokes and uh, this is what her life is going to be like. They told me she would never feed herself, she would never walk, she would never understand language, she would never talk, okay? She would be a vegetable in a bed. That's what they told me after she was alive. And I always was so grateful that nobody said that to me when when I'm 18 years old I haven't really formulated who I am. If the doctor would have said that to me in the first trimester, I might have said, you know what? I, I, this, this child is going to have zero life. We, we should abort this child. Well, you know my child. Yeah. You know her. She's fine. She works here. She works here. How dare you? How dare you? So now we're giving people these, these the right, even even if I was freaking out, but my daughter was born and having strokes, and they told me what they told me then, I still wouldn't have killed her then. I, abortion in the first trimester 
Maybe as an 18 year old, I might have been so scared and the doctor could have talked me into it. But no doctor would say, you know what, should we just make her comfortable and kill her? No, what are you, some sort of a monster? You couldn't do that. Who could do that but a monster? Andrew, you uh, push back a little bit. I don't oh, mean well, to put I'll, you on the spot. No, no, I'll, I'll push back a little bit. I, I clearly haven't followed this as closely as you guys. Um, what I've looked at, from what I can tell, is the policy ramifications of this bill, which won't happen. It, it had like two, two co-sponsors in the Senate. It didn't get out of committee. Uh, but my understanding is that infanticide is already against the law in Virginia. You can't, you can't do partial birth abortions, nor can you kill any infants post-birth. That's not, that's not up for discussion. It's not, it's not part of the bill either. What seemed to be distinctive about the bill was it removed uh, a requirement to get an ultrasound if you're going to have an abortion, which is on the books in Virginia. It made it so that if you were going to have a third trimester abortion, as of now, you can get a third trimester abortion in Virginia. That's already legal. What it did was it made it so that you didn't have to get three doctors mm-hmm. to sign off on it. You had to get one doctor signing off on it. Um, but I, I, I don't think it, it, it's really fundamentally changing the, the nature of abortion in Virginia. It seems to me to be... It is in New York. Okay. It has definitely in New York. I mean, when you can kill a baby um, third trimester as you're dilating and you're, the doctor's like, okay, push, no. Last chance. Kill it. Would kill just, it. Out of curiosity, like if, if, if there were a, um, if there was a very high chance of the, the woman dying in this scenario, would okay. you? No, hang on. You still, because you can't, you can't do partial birth abortion. Hmm. So they, what they have to do now is at that age, they have to inject poison into the child. Then you have to vaginally birth the child anyway. You have to deliver dead. Anyway. So you have to kill the child and then give birth to a child. Tell me how that works. If there's a problem, you have to, at that point, you just have to do a cesarean section. You take that baby out, save the baby, save the mother. It's too late. You're getting either a cesarean or you're delivering vaginally at that time. You can't do anything else. So this mother's the, the mother's physical health is bullcrap. It's okay. absolute bullcrap at that point. Okay. There's only now there what they did is they added mental, familial health. What the hell is familial health? Well, my husband isn't around and I just don't know. My mental health, it's too much of a stress on me. I can't. <coughs> so it's better for you if we go in poison the child, and then you have to push through a birth, and you'll see a dead body of a baby come out of you. Oh my gosh, that sounds healthy. Yeah, And I think, Andrew, the issue uh, here is that the way that the way that the wording has been changed is that it's not in the event that the mother's not even, life it, it, is at there, risk. I will say there, there, was a, there was a line in there in, where it, it, they did add that in. in. It, been and like honestly, sh- my bigger issue is, is where the conversation is heading. Right. Not, like, right. It's heading in a really scary direction. And I feel like with progressives, the way they do this is they'll come out a little too far and they'll be like, oh, they're, they're not quite ready for as enlightened as we are yet on abortion. And they'll pull it back and then it'll rear its head again. I don't like where we're and going. I don't think that the average Democrat wants this. I really do don't. I this is, this is I so far third, in Third trimester evil. abortion tends to be a pretty consistent thing with yeah. the American yeah. electorate. The that yeah. it's, like, it's a baby at that point, right. even if you're pretty pro-choice. But what's truly frightening to me is on the right and the left. I talked to Bill O'Reilly today. He watches ratings like a hawk. He said, Glenn, every time anybody's doing anything on abortion, the ratings go down. Nobody wants to watch it on either side. This is beyond abortion talk.
Okay, this is infanticide. And when this started happening in Germany, the German people stood up to Hitler. The people who voted for Hitler said, no, you can't do that. So he started doing it in secret. He went to his, uh, he went to the public and said, you are right. We're compassionate. We don't want to do that. Keep killing them in the basement. And the doctors and the nurses killed them in the T4 project, and no one knew about it. But when they did find out about it early on, when they did it in the open, the people rose up. Where the hell are we? Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. get into deep fakes, I want to thank our sponsor, Cosmo Hurts Kids. Uh, you know, if you actually have children and the government doesn't uh, propose that you'd kill them after you have them, growing up in this world is much different, I feel, than uh, when we were children and we're exposed, our children are exposed to a lot of disgusting things all around us that we were not exposed to. One of them being Cosmopolitan magazine. Uh, You know, you go to the checkout stand and just on the cover, just on the cover, my six-year-old starts to read it and I'm like, no, 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 honey. No, you don't need to know that. That You don't need to know that till you're like 45. He needs to know 19 ways to please your guy. No. Particularly if they're surprising. (laughs) 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 You're okay. You're making my point for me, Andrew. Yes, Thank you. Yes. Uh, so Victoria Hearst, who is a member of, or a, a family member of the Hearst, uh, the Hearst family, Hearst Corporation actually owns Cosmopolitan magazine. So this is getting to be awkward, right? She is a member of the family and she is even saying this is enough. She doesn't want to censor their free speech. She doesn't want them to change what they're doing, except that she wants the government to apply uh, the law that they have to state that it, their magazine is harmful to minors. What they That's used to it. keep, they used to keep them underneath the counter. When I was growing up, you'd have to ask for a Playboy. You had to be an adult. You asked for a Playboy, and it came from underneath the counter. Now they just wrap it in plastic. Yeah. That's yeah. what they do, and they put it up. And, the and then right. they're all torn because they're all people... Torn. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's all that she's asking for. Uh, to me, it's very, very, very just like, yes, there's no reason why this should not already be happening. She's on a campaign to do it. Help her out. Go to CosmoHurtsKids.com. All right, Glenn, deep fakes. This is something I started talking about a few years ago um, because I'm way into technology, and I cannot impress upon people how you will not... This will sound crazy today, but in 2025, you will not recognize your country, the way life is, the things around you. You just will not. In the next six to ten years... It's going to be crazy and good. Lots of good stuff coming, too. But we have to have conversations because we're about to hit this new world blind, unprepared. Deep fakes. Deep fakes, we started showing them on this network, I don't even know, four years ago. And they looked ridiculously bad. And I said, I'm telling you, this is going to be a problem, and it's going to cause wars. It will lose or win elections. And, and in the end, truth will be gone. I just was talking to Stu this morning. 
in like 1997, I said, they're going to get so good at manipulating video that you there's going to come a time around 2020 where you will not believe your eyes. You will not be able to trust your eyes. I know that because I followed Ray Kurzweil for a long time. It's here. Now, three years ago, it looked bad. A year ago, we had the studio uh, uh, crew. I brought some fake videos down, and I said, which one's the deep fake? And we couldn't tell in real time, but they could not get faces right. This is the latest released yesterday. Now, watch this. Who yes. is your favorite and least favorite housewife That's Jennifer of all Lawrence's cities. body <laughs> with the deep um, fake my of favorite is probably Steve Lisa Buscemi's Vanderpump. face. Um, my least favorite... Now, just when I didn't think I don't Jennifer Lawrence say, could get any more I mean, <laughs> I don't want to have to say, because who knows when you're going to run into these people, you know? I mean, look at that. Jennifer, over here to your right. I hope I don't. I hope I'm never in that like situation. <laughs> I'm like, all the housewives are here. Anyway. Okay. If you Actually, didn't know, the reason why they put Steve Buscemi on there is so it's so clear. You know, that's not Jennifer he, Lawrence. What you're wears, saying is he doesn't quite resemble Jennifer Lawrence. He only right. wears blue dresses. This is a right. well-known yeah. Steve Buscemi okay. thing. He does not wear orange. <laughs> Use him because it's such a cavern in between those two that... Uh, you know, you, you know. However, if you didn't know Steve Buscemi's face and you didn't know, if that was just somebody, you know, with a different background behind it talking, I believe all of us would say, an un- wow, that is, unfortunate looking woman. that is an unfortunate looking woman, right? You would not know that that's a deep fake. It's not even prime time yet. The Intel community is freaked out right now because deep fakes are... This is at a private level. They, they release this algorithm on Reddit. So now anybody can do this. Okay? It's not, it doesn't take a genius and it doesn't take Google service, servers. This is not something from Google servers. So imagine what a state could do. Imagine what Russia could do. Imagine what China could do. They could completely, and they will. They could completely alter how we see Steve Buscemi. We, we, we will not know when Steve Buscemi is being truthful or not. Do, right. you, do you think they could expand this to other people? <laughs> yes, and so, I and do. And there's no digital like signature or oh, footprint yeah. that's on there that, Abs- absolutely. that you can yes. see? Professionals will be able to tell, but that doesn't matter. Well, think about Imagine. how quickly fake news goes viral now. Yeah. Right. right. Like just in an instant. Look at the kid on the steps. Yeah. Okay, we had all the video that that wasn't true. But once it's dropped, so imagine China, Russia decides to affect the election. Mm -hmm. They drop something just before the voting begins. Well, it might take a day for people to figure it out. But once that's been seen, you can't unsee it. Think of this. If in the day of deep fakes, which will happen by 2020, I promise you, by the election in 2020, Deep fake, which is a word now that most people don't even know, only people who really pay attention know deep fake. You ask people now, 99% don't know what it is. You ask the week of the election what a deep fake is, and every single voter and every single person in America will know that term. It's going to happen. And imagine in a world where they're not doing something crazy like Steve Buscemi on Jennifer Lawrence. But you're taking somebody who everybody assumes is corrupt, 
Hillary Clinton, and you're just leaning it. You're not making it crazy. For instance, Access Hollywood. In the world of deep fakes, we didn't even see him say that, yeah. and we know. And when he said, oh, that, that was a fake tape, we all knew it wasn't a fake tape. So it works both ways. You can release something, and people could say it's a deep fake, and it's not a deep so fake. truth almost becomes so ob- obscure that you there don't is, know what's... No truth. Yeah, as there is no truth. It is the end of truth. It's the end of believing your eyes and ears. I feel like we're already, we're already almost there. Yes, we are. You we add deep take on that. We gotta take a break, guys. I'm Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have... <laughs> yeah, we're deep thinking. <laughs> continue this conversation in overtime but if you have not already done so go to blazetv.com sign up you can use promo code news for ten dollars off of a year-long subscription got all the big names so much great content chad prather just debuted his really good show, show. It's amazing blazetv.com and we will see you in overtime Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. All right, we were talking about deep fakes, and I know you guys were in the middle of a conversation, but I want to know before we get back into it, Glenn. So something, let's say some sort of big bombshell video comes out right before the 2020 election. Do you put any stock into it? I mean, what, what are we supposed to do? Um, move slowly. Make no judgment. But what if it's, it's gonna... right before, like right before election day and you don't have well, time to wait? It won't do you be, even put any it stock won't into be it? Right, I don't think it will be right before the election okay. because the election um, happens so early you know, now we're a month of voting, yeah. uh, and that should make more of an impact. Um, but it could. It could. You, it, the, the problem is going to be is it won't be obvious. It will be something that you already believe that just condemns them. So Hillary Clinton, uh, it shows her, uh, you know, meeting with some, you know, foreign country saying, okay, yes, we'll move the ships I'll talk to the president. We'll move the yeah. ships, but you've got to donate to the Clinton like Foundation. Like Trump saying the N-word, something like that. Something like that, that everybody who's against, yep. they want to believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's going to be believable, and it's going to, um, it, it, it will change the effect of elections. Here's the worst one. Um, somebody wants... And somebody always wants to do this. Somebody wants to start a global war. Deep fake. Deep fake of President Xi or President Trump doing something against another country. And it goes out. And it could start a war. What about, it? What about affecting the markets? That's what I was thinking about. Oh. You know how you know, something so immediately can cause imagine, it? Imagine if... 9-11 happened. Yep. We know how bad that was. So that's hit. The day the markets open, it was on a Monday, so it was closed for a week. The day the markets open, there's a release of George Bush talking to his cabinet going, we are so screwed. 
we are so screwed. There is no chance of America making it. And then it's just cut off. Yeah. And it was smuggled on some cell phone, and the markets had just opened up. That's a one-two punch. We may not have been able to survive. So this, this might be a kind of Pollyanna question here, but this would seem like a good role for legacy media to step in and look, oh, look at a video. Look and at how have, cute you we, are. We, we have an expert that looks at these, and, and this, this video of, of Donald Trump punching a donkey, that one's real. But it really <laughs> are Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah, you? yeah, and by the way, Deep Impact, very underrated film. I worked very hard on that. <laughs> uh, I've, you know, I've, I've had a very storied career. Watch Boardwalk Empire. Right. <laughs> No, that was good. I, I mean, I do think that that the other the other side of that is that once deep fake becomes a known term, right, then people like By let's say time. President Trump, there's a there is a video out of him doing something that he actually did do. And everyone knows what deep fakes are. You can just be like, yeah, that was a deep fake. Is it, I didn't is it do that. possible that most of his stuff has been deep faked the last two years? Because yeah. it would explain a lot. It would. I'd like to. It would. He's actually in his room going, what? I didn't say I that. Didn't say any Why of it. would I say that? I would never say that. I'm a my, nice guy. My entire Twitter is a deep I fake. I like Rosie O'Donnell. She's wonderful. <laughs> so how how does this play out? How does when you don't have truth, when you have socialism? rearing its ugly head, which is full of Pollyanna lies, okay? I mean, you want to believe it. Let's say the economy starts to go south. You want to believe that there is somebody in the government that could help us out of this mess, okay? Then you have uh, deep fakes. You have war. You have a society that can't recognize truth, doesn't even care about the truth, you have a media that is pushing falsehoods. There's no way for the republic to survive. You have to, we have to come back to ourselves. It's like the, the, the righteous among the nations told me a long time ago. We didn't suddenly become righteous when we went out and saved Jews. We didn't suddenly become super righteous. We just refused to go over the cliff with everyone else. So what that means to me is... We all know what's right and wrong. We all know how to treat each other. We all know how most of our parents treated people. And if your parents didn't treat you that way, you know that was wrong. Okay? We just have to reset into those basic, fundamental, Ten Commandments, Golden Rule kind of stuff and be cool with each other. With social media, though, is that possible? I feel like with social media, it's like... It's put the veil between what, what we were and kind of the way we treat each other and view each other now. It's like this different lens of if the way we, we look at each If we don't do this, then Stephen Hawking is right. In, by 2050, um, humans will not be, uh, they will be extinct. I just, had, I, I just had a son. Thank you. I've, yeah. I've, I've that. Gotta, I've but gotta, I don't think that's true. I really don't think that's true. I've got a ray of optimism I want to shine. Please, here. bring so, it. So let, let's say we, we cross this bridge and we, we don't know any, any video is suspect, right? Mm-hmm. It's possible that we could almost uh, retrovert a little bit in terms of our media consumption where we're like, you know, I just don't watch videos of, of presidential candidates because I don't trust them. I just read their campaign statements. Right. I would love it if we could move back so, towards text-based, so I ba- text-based about, voting. I thought, this, I thought this through today on that particular thing, but it's going to require us in the turmoil of the shift to not react, okay? Um, but I thought, how can, how can people do this with all this fake stuff? Well, you know what? We did it before. 
We didn't know the truth about someone. We didn't know. We had to believe the slogan of Honest Abe. We didn't know for sure. We had to read somebody else's writing about it. We just had to raise good, wholesome people. We had to be good, righteous people and then hope out of that the people that would go to Washington would be the same because they are a representation of us. The only way to fix this is to go back to the principles that we all know in the Judeo-Christian world, work and are right and be a tight-knit community. We've done it before. This is just going to take all of the things. You know, I have this book from, uh, uh, from Edison. He used it on the, uh, for the release of the motion picture. And so he was introducing the motion picture. And the last line in this like 40-page booklet that he put out said, from here on out, we don't have to take anybody's word for it. We, we won't have to. We'll know because someone with film will be there and we will see exactly what happened. And I've always laughed at that and thought, oh, Ed, 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 Tom, it didn't work out that way, did it? Um, but now we're just destroying that. That's only 120 years old. That's all that is. Yeah. We've done it before. Andrew, tell me you're going to lighten this thing up with a talk of the big game. Am I Andrew again? Let's see. Well, we don't know. We're, we're Andrew, Andrew again. Oh, you're, we are, okay, I'm, I'm Andrew you transitioned I'm, back to I'm Andrew back. Yeah, I'm back to regular Andrew Heaton. That's why I look slightly more handsome than I did <laughs> about eight minutes ago. Uh, I would like to talk about uh, something that is going to be on display at the forthcoming big game uh, that many of you are going to watch on Sunday with friends, family, and neighbors, and that is crony capitalism. And uh, I, this, it makes my blood boil. It absolutely makes my blood boil. Anytime someone is using the state to suck money out of you and you and me to empower themselves. That's, it's theft, it's corruption, and that happens with so many stadiums. And the stadium that they're going to be playing at is no exception to this rule. Uh, it's going to be in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium this Sunday. And uh, that cost the taxpayers of, of Georgia about $700 million. hate that. $700 million to build a stadium for a billionaire who has $700 million. And I don't know the exact um, scenario that happened with Arthur Blank, although I imagine it's probably pretty bad in my opinion. But normally what happens is these billionaires go to the city council and they go, I'm going to take my team to another, uh, another city unless you bilk all of your taxpayers and I'm going to hold this team hostage. Uh, give me money or I'm leaving. And the city council goes, oh, I don't, you don't have to twist my arm because now I can go to all the people in the city and go, look, I gave money to football. And they take it from all of the other people there. Uh, it's not a good economic investment. We have 30 years worth of data on this, 30 years worth of data on it. All economists agree that you don't actually make the money back from this because there's a, a concept of the seen and the unseen. It's like if I, if I, if I went and I, I broke the windows in here, uh, we're, we're not actually making money. We're not generating money because some guy's getting money from broken windows that he's repairing. We would have spent that on something else. It's the same thing with stadiums. Uh, but the, the, the main thing that happens there is that it's, it's, not, it's not that it's, if you want to build your own stadium, that's absolutely fine. It's that there's no purpose to this from a government perspective. There's absolutely no reason for it. It's just stealing from citizens, and it's absolute theft and corruption. It is. It's like the, the, uh, the Texas uh, stadium for the <coughs> Dallas Astros? Astros. Is it the Astros? Rangers. Rangers, Rangers. yes. Rangers. 
the Rangers. Sorry. Uh, those Chupacabras, the Dallas Chupacabras, right. whenever they play the Manatees. That's I mean, a, though, that was a beautiful stadium. Beautiful stadium. It's not like it's a stadium that is old and falling apart. It's hot because they didn't close enclose it. Also, it's Texas. Yeah, and it's Texas. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the first time I walked into that beautiful stadium, I went, this is a stupid design. <laughs> it's Texas, and it's a sport in the summer. <laughs> Who thought of that? Well... We have to pay for it. Yeah. We have to pay for it. So they built this beautiful stadium. It didn't get any of its real life out of it, in my opinion. It's not run now and run out of it. And they got to build a new one. So, so we have like an $800 million lawn that somebody's watering that is, and we got to build a new one? That is absolutely outrageous. Yeah. Outrageous. I don't mind if somebody wants to do this. Yeah. Who gets the money from the naming rights? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'll bet you, I'll bet you it's the billionaire. Yeah, probably. Way, Arthur Blank is like the best villain name, I think. Yeah, I've Arthur ever. Blank's pretty good. And if you, if you look, good? he looks a bit like Lex Luthor, too. Doesn't he? Like, uh, there's, there's, yeah. a, there's a few things he's I got. I liked his for brother him. Mel, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I just find it peculiar that the two men at the table who are anti sports are hating no. on. No, come on. Uh, no, I'm just no, giving, we're no, both I'm giving you a hard time. government guy. No, know. You know what? Like, and, and me and Glenn, we just we go to those football games together. A lot of people don't know this. Yeah, but do you? We, yeah, we, oh, we uh, hold hands and we sing yeah. songs. You but can't see because we wear the we wear the face paint. Here's <laughs> it was deep fakes. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, I think Andrew would agree. One of the greatest things about Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. is the art museums, the opera house here. Not a single. Uh, a dime from the government. Yeah. All yeah. of it private. No, and I, I absolutely love that. You want a museum? Great. Build a museum. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, Andrew, do you... Who's playing? Do you remember? Do you recall who's playing? The sportsmen? Of course game? I do. It's the, 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 uh, the, it's the, it's the, the, the national Teds <laughs> and uh, also the whales. Are it's the Teds versus the whales. Wow. I can't Go believe you Teds. got that. Go Teds. Wow. <laughs> Are we allowed to say the names, though? Like on, with the, yeah, you yeah. can say the yeah. names. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. just not the, the, the game. Wow. Did they have to bleep that earlier so when I said it? No. no. Okay. No. Well, for anybody who's wondering, it's the Patriots, the Patriots and, the and the Rams playing in the big game. Well, that's wow. cool they let animals do it. I think that could be kind of fun. <laughs> really quickly. Would you love to see the Patriots I, so I'm, just gored I'm, by I'm, Rams? I'm, 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 I'm planning to be on your show tomorrow. I've got I've got like a whole bunch of ideas to improve football that I'm yeah. going to oh, tomorrow. Uh, good, I like one, it. One of them involves horses. I think each okay. team should get a horse. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wow. Jason, uh, fellow sports fan, who are you rooting for? Um, I, You know... I don't know. I, I'm kind of rooting for Tom Brady at this point. And no! I, know, I, know, look, I know it's. I don't really oh, like. Oh, this man! I know. Does, does he? Does he play Here's why. The, the other two teams simultaneously, or is he on a team, or how does <laughs> he's that work? The quarterback for the the odds are against him. He's, he's a quarterback of the Patriots, but I, okay. if it, I don't care about he either team. Wins. If I'm going to have to root for somebody, I want to see history happen. So if Brady wins another one, he's get, he he has the record for most Super Bowls. So I'd he's rather. A cheater, wow, though. that sounds like an Obama supporter well, yes. in 08. I just <laughs> want to see. <laughs> this happen. <laughs> Look how that worked out. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh. uh, okay, who are you? <laughs> the other team that's playing against the Patriots. Go Bill Gunther's the uh, highest quarterback I, they've ever had. I hate the fact that uh, Tom Brady Tom Brady uh, <laughs> if did that to the football. Defla- he deflated. I oh, did that to the football. Did that to the football. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Thank you. Allegedly. I don't like that. Allegedly. Bull crap. Oh, he that did allegedly it. is uh, a deep fake. You weren't here the day that we <sighs> Look, talked I, about I don't no, want to no, no. get a 10-year-old. 
won his science fair project because he proved that Tom Brady is a okay. cheater. I don't want to go on record on this it's program science. of defending Tom it's Brady. Science. So, like, I want to erase. <laughs> go back. I didn't, Steve Buscemi. I didn't, yes. <laughs> Deep fake me. Go. All right. Yesterday's poll was how many news sources do you check before you generally believe a story? I think some of you guys are liars. Liars, for sure. Liars. Because 42% of you said you check four or more no sources. You are no lying way. to us right now. The that source is you check true. is retweet. Yes. That's, that's what you check. Yes. I, I thought for you sure it was going to be like 80% wait minute, wait minute. one. You might say, I see a story on, I check four different websites, but I'm not going to say, who else has yes. reported uh-huh. on that story? <laughs> and what oh, details? there's three. I need another one. Let's see. Come on. <laughs> no one's You might doing read that. four different websites, but you're generally not, I don't believe it for a second. Guys, I don't know if you know this, but we don't actually know who you are when you answer these polls, so you can't answer <laughs> honestly. Honest. We're not, we're not going to find out who uh, you are. It's freeing. Just I, I heard 15% <laughs> of our viewers are Steve Buscemi, is what I heard. <laughs> and today's poll, does, this pa- does the past week of radical new abortion legislation surprise you let us know at the blazes twitter is there a scare you scare the hell out of you is there an option for that yeah i mean and it's sad because like we know who the left is we follow them every day and i still when i heard the words being uttered out of that governor i am so close from being the guy holding the sign at the abortion clinic before i I didn't didn't really i was kind of like a I don't want to get too involved in it, but like I'm pro-life like 20 weeks is kind of like where I say that's unreasonable. And now I'm like... Because you see the slippery slope. The slope. I'm seeing it for the first time. They have uh, they have so made the media and the left have made a walk through fire voters for Donald Trump. I think so, too. Because they've gone so crazy. That there is just all they had to do is no not way. Be there's no way. I don't care who it is that is running against the left. I will vote for them because they have demonstrated. You you know, a lot of people. The de- I don't believe the average Democrat is with this stuff at all. Mm-hmm. But the average Democrat is not willing to say the party leadership has gone insane. And many of those people, because they're uber uber Marxist leftists. They do believe this stuff. They will do these well, things. Here's a good question. Will the Democrats have a Tea Party moment where, you know, you, you're now, it's kind of been hijacked by that mm-hmm. far, far left. Mm-hmm. Will, will it ever happen where the, the, the Democrats have that moment? Yeah, like, I think, chill out for a minute. I, We're not killing babies after they're born. I think Howard Schultz is the beginning of that. Mm-hmm. Now, it may end there, yeah. but he's the beginning of that. Yeah. Gentlemen, thank, thank you. you for being here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. I can't believe that Schultz is Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.